Welcome. We are so glad you've joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. Well, it's great to be a family, hey? And the most precious thing is that Emmanuel, God is with us. That was one of the names that was prophetically given to Jesus. It says, God is with us. And when he's with us, everything changes. And our theme for this month is joy to the world. And as we were worshipping just before, I was reminded of this scripture in Psalm 16, 11. I want to pray in a minute, so thanks for standing for a moment. You will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. I don't know about you, but uh, Christmas has come around real fast. We're pulling out the Christmas tree that I thought it cannot be 12 months ago that we did this. But for some people, it's been a long, slow year because there's been so much sickness, weariness. Do you know the difference between weariness and tiredness? Tiredness, you can have a couple of good nights rest and you recover. Weariness wears down your soul and your mind. And I believe today that in His presence, there is joy and refreshing for our souls. I really feel that today. Let's just take a moment and reach up to heaven. If you feel, hey... That word weary, it says don't be weary in well-doing because you'll reap if you don't faint. Some people have just been weary because there's been so many bouts of sickness. Mary Lynn sends her regards today. She's recovering from another nasty flu and, uh, and there's been so many others. But I believe today in His presence is joy and weariness is being lifted off and peace and joy is filling your soul. If that's you, reach up to heaven right now. Holy Spirit, let your presence just flow right now. Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. I pray right now for a lifting of weariness and for a filling with peace and joy in every heart. Lord, right now, just sweep across our hearts. Lord, our hands are reached up to you. Our hearts are reaching up. Holy Spirit, let your presence flood our souls. Release peace in our minds and hearts. And out of our innermost being shall flow rivers of living water, full of joy, full of strength. Lord, I pray right now for some that today are in church because you've drawn them to be refreshed and renewed in Jesus' name. I just pray that, Father. Lord, let us meet with you. Let us encounter your beautiful love. And truly, let the joy of the Lord be our strength. Lord, for some where the joy seems to have just drained out of our souls, today and this month, Lord, restore joy to our hearts. Restore just a, a love for you and a love for our community and our families. We pray that in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Give someone a high five and let's take our seats. Woo. God is so good. Welcome along. If this is your first time to our church, welcome. I've met quite a few people on holidays, others that have moved here to Harvey Bay. It's great to have you here for our Christmas theme service. So the theme for our month is joy to the world. Boy, our world needs joy, hey? We need joy. We need hope. We need love. And uh, I love those songs we sing. Joy to the world. The Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Luke 2, 10 and 11 says... But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of 
Great joy, not just normal joy. I'm not sure what great joy is. That's when you're bubbling and jumping up and down. We've got a few joyous people in our church. As soon as the music starts, they're just jumping and bouncing. But it says, great joy that will be for all people. Not just those that are Christians or go to church. For all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Wow. And it says it's going to be great joy. Listen to the Passion Version. It says, that night in a field near Bethlehem, shepherds were watching over their flocks. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared in radiant splendor before them, lighting up the field with the blazing glory of God. And the shepherds were terrified. Angels didn't show up very often back then. And when they did, a whole army of angels and the whole fields were full and the heavens were full of light and glory. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them saying, don't be afraid for I have come to bring you good news, the most joyous news the world has ever heard. Hey, we need to declare that again at this Christmas time. This is the greatest news the world has ever heard. And mate, we've got so much information and news and fake news and and half fake news and whatever goes on today. But hey, the greatest news the world has ever heard is that Jesus came And he lives by his spirit on this earth. That is still the greatest news. It is for everyone, everywhere. This world needs to be reminded that Jesus came for everyone, everywhere, in every generation, in every time of of history. Jesus has come. And it's the great joyous news. Hey, sometimes we get busy trying to work at what presents we're going to have. It's three weeks to Christmas today. Who's done their Christmas shopping? About three and a half, three of you have. Well, now I know why you're stressed and worrying about things. Hey, it's about honouring Jesus. That's the greatest news. It's an opportunity to get together with family and friends, to give gifts, to express our love for one another. But hey, it's the greatest news ever is that Jesus has come. For today in Bethlehem, a a rescuer or saviour was born for you. He is the Lord Yahweh, the Messiah. You will recognise him by the miraculous sign. You will find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in the feeding trough. Then all at once in the night sky, a vast number of glorious angels appeared. The very armies of heaven. And they all praised God singing, Glory to God in the highest realms of heaven. For there is peace and a good hope given to the sons of men. I love Christmas because we, we focus in on Jesus, but we focus in on his hope, peace, and joy. And that's what we need to be focusing on. Not the busyness and the, the traffic and the shopping centers. Hey, it's about peace, hope, and joy in Jesus Christ. That's the greatest news. And as believers, we need to celebrate. Maybe you're watching online today. I want to encourage you that this is the great news that we've come to celebrate. And last year I was teaching on uh, the uh, shepherds. It was a miraculous sign. They believed that those shepherds, the sheep they were looking after, were the ones who were going to be used in the temple sacrifices of worship before Jesus came to earth. And what they'd do, they'd select. They'd select a perfect lamb and to make sure they didn't bruise themselves, they would wrap them in cloths and place them in the manger. 
So when the shepherds went, they saw the miraculous sign that it wasn't a perfect lamb, but it was the baby Jesus. That's why they got so excited. That was what the miraculous sign was for them. They were expecting to see a baby, perfect lamb, a, a lamb, but they saw the baby Jesus. And as they walked into that room, into the uh, stable, they would have felt the powerful presence of Almighty God because Emmanuel, God is with us, had arrived. The trouble we have today is a lot of people celebrate Christmas with the baby Jesus, but they don't celebrate Jesus, the Lord of all. It's nice to have a romantic picture of a baby Jesus, but I want you to know he's the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He's the most powerful one that can destroy every darkness over your family and over your life. He's the one that can push back uh, sickness over your life. He's the one that can bring peace to troubled hearts and minds. He's the one that can get rid of the weariness off of our souls because in his presence is fullness of joy. And let's celebrate that, that he's Emmanuel, God is with us, the saviour of the world, the rescuer. And let's celebrate that good news. Jesus was born into a very dark, oppressed time in history under the cruel Roman Empire. And he brought joy, hope and peace to people. And this is still the message we celebrate this Christmas season in 2022, despite all the sickness, pain, sadness, and worry and fear for the future, let me tell you, Jesus is still the greatest news. And he brings joy. He brings freedom. And we need to not pull back from that message. You know, joy is an emotion, but it's more than just a feeling. It can be in your spirit, your whole being. Happiness depends on happenings. They want to be happy? Well, you'll have good happenings. Your girlfriend or boyfriend is still likes you. Someone gives you the gift you just really want. You're healthy and well and you have finished a course of study. You're happy because happenings have worked out well. But joy is much greater than happenings. It's something inside of your soul, in your spirit, in your whole being. That's why you can even be joyful in the midst of difficult times. James wrote, said, count it all joy even when you go through tough trials. Are you crazy? No, he understood that joy was not just about happenings, good, bad or ugly. It was about something, it was an inside job in your spirit, your soul, because you've met Jesus, the giver of joy and the giver of freedom and salvation for your life. That's why you can be full of joy even when tough things are happening around you or to you. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. Philippians 4.4 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Delight, take pleasure in Him. Again, I will say rejoice. Now who wrote this? The Apostle Paul. Where was he? Locked up in prison, chained to Roman guards. In a filthy, dank, smelly prison, probably half starving, he said, rejoice in the Lord always. He definitely wasn't depending on happenings to be happy. He said, rejoice in the Lord because he's the saviour of the world. And even if things are tough now, my God hasn't changed. Joy 
flows out of our spirit and our soul and you carry something even in the midst of challenging times. The, the Passion Version says, Be cheerful with joy, joyful celebration in every season of life. Wow, we've had quite a few seasons these last few years. Lots of seasons. And we can be overwhelmed by difficult negative seasons. Two weeks ago we had summer and then we're back into winter. <laughs> Who knows what this week will be? Wind blowing everything away. We have natural seasons change rapidly, but sometimes seasons in our mind or our emotions or our finances or our health can change rapidly. But hey, in every season, we can rejoice that Jesus is the Son of God and He's our Saviour. It says, let joy overflow. No good having joy inside if you don't let it out. It's no point loving someone if you never tell them you love them. The movies are based on stories where someone loves someone but they never ever tell them and then the frustration goes on for hours in the movie. Hey, if you've got joy inside, let it overflow. Don't lock it up. Kids, I love children because they can't hide it, hey. It's all over their face, all over their actions. They love you, they will tell you. They'll come and wrap their arms around you and, and snuggle in. They'll draw a picture and give you as a gift. Kids can't hide what's inside. As adults, we get really sophisticated and good at hiding stuff. Hey, why on earth would you lock up joy? It says, let it overflow. Bill Johnson said, there would be more joy in the house of God if we became more aware of the one who's in the house. I like that. Hey, when we come to church, I don't feel like singing today. Hey, it's not about your feelings only because that's based on happenings. But if Jesus is in the house because he's Emmanuel, God with us, we can celebrate with joy. And I always say, if you celebrate out of your spirit, your emotions and feelings will catch up. But if we're led by them and mindsets and feelings, life goes up and down like this and it's a crazy roller coaster world. But if we realize, hey, joy, let it overflow. And your feelings and mind and emotions will catch up. You don't ignore the realities around you, but let's live out of this more and more. So where's joy come from? Salvation in Jesus releases great joy. Isaiah, the prophet, hundreds of years before in Isaiah 12, 1 to 6 said this, Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. Wow. Fear tries to grip so many people's hearts. One sign of the end times is men's hearts will fail them for fear. How many people are afraid of so many things? Lord, help us not to be driven by that. The Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. Verse 3, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. So the fact that you are forgiven and born again by the Spirit of God and God's your heavenly Father and the Spirit of God lives within you, you can every day draw joy out of your spirit person. When you worship, joy is released. When you praise Him, it's released. When you pray, you'll often move from a place of God, help, to, well, I'm not quite sure how it's working out, but God, I know you're with me. And all of a sudden, joy is released again. It says, 
in that day you will say, give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name. Make known among the nations what he has done and proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy. Shout to the Lord all the earth. Let us sing. Oh, Christians, we've got to let joy overflow a bit more from our lives. Some people think, well, you're a bit out there. But hey, let the joy overflow. You don't have to be singing and jumping up and down all the time. But let it come out of your smile, out of your heart, doing random acts of kindness, loving your families, because joy will give you strength. I know when I lose my joy, I lose my spiritual strength really quickly. Peace and joy are my two barometers that I can tell if I've lost focus, I'm letting worry or fear or tiredness or sickness overwhelm me. If I lose my joy or my peace, I've quickly got to get myself focused back and say, Lord, where have I forgotten you? What am I trying to do in my own strength? What am I worrying about or someone else's opinions? Joy and peace are my two clear signals in my life if I've shifted from that place of overflow and trust and freedom in my life because joy releases strength that's why praising and worshiping is a great thing to do it's not just a church thing or a religious thing it's a it's a way of life it's really hard to sing some of these songs and still be depressed at the end of them it's really hard some people say, why do you sing some songs two or three or four times? I said, because the first two, we don't really believe it. And we're still thinking about how hard life is. By the third or fourth or fifth time, all of a sudden we get it and then it starts to overflow. Joy overflows because we become aware of his love and presence again. Some people say, well, we, shouldn't, we should only sing them once. I said, have you read the Bible more than once? Well, I've read the Bible, put it on the shelf. That's another book I've read. I heard about this lady who loved Jesus and her husband said, haven't you finished that book yet? <laughs> Thought it was like a book you read and put on the shelf. Sadly, some Christians are like that. Whoa, here goes the presents. But I want to encourage you, when we sing, keep singing it until it actually releases your soul and you walk in the freedom that you're singing about. Wow, I love that song, I Speak Jesus. Mate, I put it on nearly every morning at home now and I just play it over and over because every time I sing it, my soul just rises in victory. No matter what terrible news is coming, what sad tragedies are happening around the world or in our community, I start singing that and something gets released inside of me. I speak Jesus. He's the overcomer. He's the one who brings freedom and joy quickly gets restored in my soul. Even if I'm not feeling well or I'm tired, joy arises and all of a sudden there's strength to do what God's called me to do. I want to encourage you. It's from the Spirit of God. Acts 10, 34 says, The jailer brought them into the houses, Paul and Silas. They were in prison, beaten up, bleeding, for preaching Jesus and praying for release from a young woman who was bound by evil spirits. 
You know, sometimes when you do God's work, not everyone's happy. But boy, the people who get set free are really happy. And Jesus is more than happy. And that's why he shows up to rescue them out of the prison cell. But were they in there saying, hey, hold on, this wasn't in the missions contract about getting beaten up and thrown in prison. God, you've tricked us. Some people get burnt and hurt in church life and serving as a volunteer or leader. Thank God, this is too hard. I don't remember reading this in the fine print. You can moan and groan and miss out on God's blessing for the next five years of your life. Or you can do what Paul and Silas did, said, God, I don't understand why this happened. We set that girl free. We did what the Holy Spirit showed her. But we're going to pray and praise with all of our heart, regardless. And as they started to sing, I think God just started to tap his foot in heaven and said, I like this. Next minute, the earthquake came. All the prison doors opened. Not just Paul and Silas's. Let me tell you, when you let joy overflow, everyone else around is touched and set free. It's not just about you looking after your emotions and feelings, saying, God, this is really hard. No, when you let joy overflow, everyone else gets touched by it. What you post on social media, is it got some joy and hope in it? Or is it just critical like everyone else that posts on there? Hey, the joy came. They got set free. The jailer's going to kill himself because in those days, if you lost the prisoner, if they escaped, your life was taken to replace it. They said, don't kill yourself. He comes in and falls down and says, what must I do to be saved? He'd heard the gospel preached through their prayers and their songs. Wow. Prayers and songs can share the good news of Jesus at this Christmas time. That's why I love carols. That's why I love carols by candlelight, where we can go and sing the name of Jesus over thousands of people. They walk through the shopping centers, they hear the carols in the background, and they can walk through and avoid them or just ignore them. But when they've come to an event and it's focused on Jesus, one of the pastors will give a two or three minute Christmas message, we want to bring the life and hope of Jesus and the joy overflow. I invite every Christian to come down and mingle with the crowd and just connect with our community. Don't come and just enjoy it. Be looking out say, hey, I want to get to know those people. Oh, I've seen them in the shops. I wonder who they are. Let's come and be ambassadors. We're citizens of heaven, but we live on earth. And we are ambassadors of Christ. An ambassador brings the good news of their home country to birth. And we are ambassadors for Christ. So let joy overflow. Let love overflow. In the business of Christmas, let it overflow. So it says, the jailer brought them into his house and set set a meal before them. He was filled with joy. Woo! I got two crazy prisoners there. Everyone else is trying to sleep and they're just singing and making a racket. I reckon the other prisoners are saying, be quiet, we're trying to sleep. But they knew that they couldn't let other people shut them up. For the last several years, the enemy's tried to silence Christians and the church. He's still trying to do it. Let me tell you, it is time not to be silent. It is time to let the good news, the joy overflow our lives. Our words, our love, our actions, our kindness, our prayers. Come on. They were not silenced. They prayed and they sang loud enough so all the prisoners could hear them. 
And as they sang and prayed, I reckon the presence of Jesus started to fill some of those cells and people's hearts. It certainly turned their hearts fully in freedom to God. God sent the earthquake, unlocked every chain and every prison cell. The jailer and his whole family come to Jesus. And it says there's great joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. Wow, I love that. I love that. God wants not only you to live in the overflow, but your whole household, our extended families. Let me tell you, God's Spirit is at work drawing many people back into his kingdom. As Pastor Peter has shared, kids that have heard something in RI or have been to a youth group or a camp or, or just seen a Christian movie somewhere, the Spirit of God's grabbing hold of hearts and bringing them back into his fellowship, into the kingdom of God and into church. Let me tell you, we're moving into a season of great breakthroughs across our nation. The darker it gets, the stronger the light's going to flow. The more the oppression comes, the stronger you've got to lift up your heart and your voice in joyous praise to our Jesus. Not keeping quiet in the prison cell, but lifting up the name of Jesus. And the whole jailer and all of his family got saved because of it. If Paul and Silas would have kept silent, their joy wasn't overflowing. The message of love and hope would not have reached. And I reckon a few of the other prisoners would have given their hearts to Jesus too. That's why I can't wait to get to heaven and see the videotape of all these stories. We've got the abbreviated version. I reckon there was a great revival broke out in that prison. Joy comes from salvation and it also comes from the Holy Spirit within us. Galatians 5.22, the fruit of the Spirit. Who knows them off by heart? The kingdom of God is, sorry, it says for the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Number two is joy. Now, they're not necessarily an order of priority, but I think love is obviously, when it fills our lives, you start to have joy break loose. You've got love and joy flowing. Peace often will rule your heart and your mind. So as we let the Holy Spirit work in our lives... If you're filled with the Spirit and speak in other tongues, pray and worship in the heavenly language because it will release joy in your soul. I can be overwhelmed. If I pray in the Spirit for a few minutes, joy starts to bubble up in my spirit. It's an inside job from God. It's one of His ways to release freedom in our hearts. Romans 14, 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's why in a, in a prayer meeting or a church service and the, the presence of God is flowing, often there's a joy and a freedom comes in your soul. The stuff that's weighed you down gets pushed off. Joy and freedom and healing comes. Romans 15, 13, this is one of my favorite verses along with about 300 others, but this one is one of my favorites. Now may God, the fountain of hope, Fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy. I like that. The Holy Spirit, the God of hope, will fill you with 
uncontainable joy. When it's uncontainable means even if you tried to stop it, you can't. It's like a kid who's so excited when they get their Christmas presents or their birthday presents or their birthday party. They can't control it. You know, sometimes they just run around in circles and scream and do all sorts of stuff. When's the last time as an adult you got filled with uncontrollable joy in, in loving and serving Jesus? There's some times where we should have uncontrollable joy flooding your soul. Say, so I'm just the quiet, reserved, introvert type. Hey, it's not how noisy or loud you are, but it should be uncontrollable joy bubbling up and overflowing your soul. And can we live there all the time? Sometimes we have our tough days. But there's a joy from the Lord that can fill our souls. And sometimes we think, oh, we're reserved and, and that's not my cultural background. Rubbish. With respect, the Spirit of God says the joy of the Lord is for all people everywhere. So don't tell me that's just not our culture because the Spirit of God wants us to know freedom in our souls. You'll express it in different ways by your age and culture and background. But if we lie to ourselves, oh, that's just not me, you are hindering the freedom of the Spirit of God flowing through your life. Whoa, I just made a few friends and a few enemies. But the Spirit of God wants to challenge us that it says we can be overflowing with uncontrollable joy. Mate, there's sometimes my spirit's so alive, I think I'm going to jump out of my skin. Do you ever get that excited? Or is it just me? Hey, if you haven't done it for a while, you need to let some, some of the Spirit of God overflow your soul and break loose. Whoa, Lord. That's why church is a safe place and a training ground to live out our kingdom life in our families and our community. Whoa. This is not where the sermon was meant to go, but it's obviously what's needed. I had a nice sermon on, but Jesus being our joy. Oh, hey, we better finish this verse. Now may the God, the fountain of hope, Fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in Him. There's a secret. As we trust in Him, regardless of what's happening. Think, oh, I've just got to handle this one. Hey, we need to have self-control and, and wisdom and planning and all those things, but it's got to be out of trust for Him. Because when you don't fully trust him, you'll want to control things and you'll want to be careful that I oh, don't want to just be out there too much. Wow. And then it goes on and says, And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his superabundance until you radiate with hope. Wow, we're radiating hope. The person with the most hope has the most influence. So this Christmas time, let's carry hope into whatever hopeless situations are around our workplaces, our neighborhoods, our families, into our own mind and hearts. So we've got radiating with hope and uncontainable joy overflowing us. Mate, we're in for a great month, eh? Woo! 
Hope and joy are often found together in Scripture and in life. When you've got hope, joy will arise. It will bubble up inside of you. Some of you look at me and say, mate, that's not where I live. I'm not trying to pressure anyone. We all have seasons and sometimes there's grief and pain and overwhelming things. But God wants to walk us through it. But in the middle of it, the God of hope and of peace and joy still lives inside of you. And he will sustain you. Just keep walking. I was reading in a devotion today. It says to walk with God. Walking is the slowest mode of transport. Doesn't say jump in a car and speed off with God. Don't run like crazy. It says to walk with God. In other words, every day, every circumstance, every moment, we can say, God, I'm with you and you're with me. And then out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. Oh. And as you walk that way, weariness loses its power. Fear loses its grip. Anxiety can't reside. Do they visit? Yes, they do. They knock on the door of our minds or hearts often. If the enemy keeps hounding you and say, hey, I've moved. I used to live on Struggle Street, but now I live on Freedom Freeway. I don't have to live there. Wrong address, devil. Wrong address. Oh, God. Help us. There's no way I'm going to get through this message. I think a couple of weeks' time we'll pick it up, but I'll just do one more point before we wrap it up today. Thanksgiving stirs up joy. Psalm 30 verse 4 says, Sing to the Lord, you saints of His. Praise His holy name. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may remain for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. You turn my wailing into dancing. You remove my sackcloth and clothe me with joy. Wow. Some of us need to change our clothes. If you work in the same clothes for a week, you get smelly. And dirty and grubby. Some of us every day need to change our clothes. It says, put on the garment of joy instead of heaviness or grief. Goes on and says, that my heart may sing to you and not be silent. Oh Lord my God, I will give you thanks for ever. Oh Lord, help us. And Lord, unpack that for what it means in our personality, our season, our journey. But I reckon God's saying, hey, come on. I want you to know, radiating with hope and overflowing with uncontainable joy. Say, mate, that's a while since I've lived like that. The enemy tries to steal and rob. Next time I share, I'm going to talk about the things that can steal our joy. You can lose it. But God's there. Psalm 100 verse 1 says, Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness and delight. Come before His presence with joyful singing or thanksgiving. That's why when we sing and the worship team gets up here, 
when you're at home and you put on some worship music or if you're a musician, you start playing, hey, it can recenter your soul, can make you aware again because his voice is in his presence. While we stand for a moment, we're going to wrap it up there today and we're going to pray. But I just want to take a moment and the kids are going to join us soon and we're going to have just a time to give some gifts. But hey, I want us right now just to bow your head for a moment. Just to bow your head for a moment. If this message has touched your heart, say, God, help me respond. Help me respond to it. Maybe, maybe today you don't know this amazing Jesus and his Savior, his salvation. Maybe, maybe there's a, in your heart and life you think, whoa, I've lost that joy. And you, some of you know why, and other times it's just drifted away. But right now in his presence, as your head's about, you say, hey, today this message has stirred my heart. I want to come to Jesus or come back to him. If you've never opened your heart to Jesus, or you say, hey, I need to have that joy re-restored, if that's you right now, wherever you are, just lift your hand and say, Pastor Ross, pray for me. I want that joy. I want the joy of salvation. God bless you. Who else are they? Down the back, over the sides. You're here today. Yeah, God bless you, bro. Who else they? So that's me. Maybe you've never made this decision before, or maybe you're coming back. Maybe you're in church today. You haven't been for a while. God bless you, bro. You think, wow, I need to make sure I live in the joy of salvation. Anyone else today? So that's me. That's me. I want to make sure. Yeah, God bless you. That's beautiful. Maybe you've never responded to Jesus like this before. We haven't been in a church where you've been given the opportunity. Or maybe you have in the past, but today you say, like, God, I'm coming back. I believe there's one or two more today. I just feel the Spirit of God tugging at hearts. Christians, just pray right now. The Spirit of God's drawing hearts. Who else today? You say, that's me. I want to come to Jesus or come back to Him. He loves you. I just feel it. I just want to ask this one more question. Is joy, uncontainable joy, bubbling out of your soul regularly? Or has it been a fair while before you've had that experience and that love? Because life's just been tough and challenging and draining. Say, hey, I need that fresh baptism of joy. If that's you, just lift your hands to heaven. So that's me. I just want, I just want joy to bubble again. I just want joy to come back. Now, you've been through some tough times of grief or pain or family strife or health issues. God, right now, I just pray for everyone who's lifted their hands. I just pray for joy to come over their hearts. Lord, bring freedom and release. Lord, you turn, Lord, that garment of heaviness or grief. You take it off and you restore us with a garment of praise and joy. And I release that right now over your people today. I release that in Jesus' name. I release that. Lord, those that have opened their hearts saying, Jesus, I want to know you or I want to come back to you. Right now. Hear their prayer and surrender their hearts to you. I just pray that your love, forgiveness and peace. I feel the Lord saying today, He forgives you. You've struggled to think, hey, I've done so many wrong things or I've just been distant from God. But today, I feel the Lord say, I forgive you. I release you. I'm filling you again with my spirit of joy and overflow. Just receive it right now. Say, Lord, I receive your gift of forgiveness and joy in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give a shout of praise to God. What an awesome, awesome God. Thank you for joining us. The Bayside Christian Church community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ. 
If you want to know more or just keep in touch, check us out at www.basarchristianchurch.com.au or follow us on our social media sites at Basar Christian Church.